If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're interested, go out to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Scream Creeps, where this week uh, we're a little shorthanded, as it's only uh, me and Josh on uh, this podcast. uh, This week we actually... If you guys listened to the last one, it was number 34 in the top 35 scariest movies according to science, and that was the movie Get Out, but this week was number 33, and that movie was The Shining. And dope. I I like knowing that we were talking about this one anyway, because I I definitely like this movie. So I'm like, I'm going to be a little bit controversial too. Because a lot of people didn't care for the TV reenactment, too, that came out. And I forgot the dude. Uh, I know it was, like, one of the dudes that was off of the show Wings. I can't remember his name. But, like, they did, like, a TV uh, series, kind of like they did it. And it wasn't as bad. I think it had more of the book in it. I mean, for sure, unless I read it. But still. One thing from my perspective is... If I saw this movie, it was a long time ago, and I didn't remember it. So, in watching it, I never got that The Shining was basically telepathy, if I'm understanding it right. See, like, Um, yeah, to a degree. I think that it's more than just telepathy, though, uh, because he's able to see ghosts, or at least that's what it looked like. Same with, like, how he had the, the boy in his mouth thing. Yeah, which I and again, for y'all, one of the biggest things I could tell with this movie is you could tell it was a Stanley Kubrick movie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just the way it was made. Uh, yeah, it was definitely uh, for sure. Yeah. Like the the set pieces and the even the hotel itself. I forgot most of the trivia that was with this movie too. Like because there's like a million different things. Like they have like Easter eggs in the movie. If you actually pay attention to it, like it even shows early on. I think when he's doing the interview, it shows the all the pictures where essentially he's up in them at the end of it. So there's a lot of speculation that he was in there the whole time. So that's why that's why I like this movie is because I think Stanley Kubrick's always done that in his movies where he leaves a lot for interpretation. So. Well, that was the thing. So, um, okay. First, I'm going to say the creepiest thing about this movie was this was the kid. Oh yeah, what like his voice when he was all uh, of it when he would say "Rad Rom, Rad Rom, Rad Rom." That, yeah, it was yeah. freaky, but just the way he overall was. The kid they picked did an incredible job acting the way he did. Oh, yeah. And I don't think he even did many movies after this one. 
if any. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems Three like after <laughs> this movie, a lot of people besides Jack Nicholson didn't do much after. I know well, Shelley I mean, Duvall Jack... really didn't do much. Oh, yeah. Did she I do Popeye she... before this movie or was it after? See, I don't know for sure. I don't know if. Uh, let me look that up real quick. I was going to look at that's the, what uh, I remember. Her kid, but I, I, yeah, I remember her from. Popeye. I just can't remember if she did that one before or after. And her damn oh, outfit around the this... same time. It looks like oh. she filmed it around the same time. It says both oh, was it? her nineteen eighty. Okay, which is crazy. Yeah. But... yeah, so yeah, that's forty three, forty one years ago. And I forgot she was in Time Bandits too. Like some of these movies, something like I, I just remember from ages ago. And then I was that like, that could be oh, one we do on Sci Fi Graveyard, wouldn't that a sci fi kind of thing? Yeah, fantasy type of thing. It's been a while since I watched it. So too, have but... I. I mean, again, being in our family, we watched a lot of stuff growing up. I, that's the problem. Is oh I yeah, and then I, a lot probably of more than anything, if I like just saw the uh, saw the thing again, I'd be like, oh yeah, shit, that's that's what it was from. But yeah, uh, so uh, I that's where uh, I kind of you know you were talking about him being in there the whole time. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the, I. That's where I kind of got lost at the end was seeing the picture of a guy that looked like him back in 1921. So it was like, was this, you know. Yeah, this movie, like he was not in anything else except for it looks like Dr. Sleep. There's like Will G. Gordon Liddy, whatever that is, and then Film Worker, which it looks like more like documentaries for both of them. So the guy that played the kid was in the new Yeah. And looks like he didn't do like and they, they probably did the composite stuff where it made him look like he was younger. I don't know for sure. Okay. Because supposedly Dr. Sleep is Ewan McGregor is playing that character in it. Is playing uh him in it and it's him like older. Yeah, that's why I was thinking. I, I was wondering if we should uh, do that one next or something as like a little treat thing. But I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> if anything, we'll probably put that in whenever Annabelle comes up or something. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, like it's just crazy to me. It, it looks like he did so well, and it looks like he didn't do hardly anything after this. So maybe his parents were like, fuck this, no. <laughs> but uh yeah, I definitely think that that like the funny thing is is like I think one of the main things that they ever talked about, like when it came to this movie, was A the twins and uh B the elevator with the blood pouring out, and then but the main one is probably him saying red rum. And then the reveal at one point that it said murder in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. But and that's uh, yeah. Uh, so that's where I mean it was just kind of overall confusing for me. I think we talked about it when we were watching it. Um, I think that's the main thing about Kubrick's movies, though, is that he kind of like. It seems like he deliberately doesn't like that because, like, a few of his movies, like Clockwork Orange, is very, like, some people ain't going to get it right away. Same with 2001 Space Odyssey. I'm sure that if somebody watched that, sometimes they would be like, what in the hell am I watching? 
you know, and it seems like he has like a theme for that. Like, I'm like, it's gorgeous. Like, especially the themes of the movie, especially Clockwork Orange. He'll, I'm like, the set design and all that stuff that he did for the movies just looked amazing and like fit the movie to a degree. But like, uh, you could tell that he had like a certain way of his directing. So the overall environment. Is that what drove them mad? That's what I kind of didn't get. See, see, this why, is the main thing for why me. Nobody, is that... Why the guy was the only one to go mad? Like, why didn't anybody else? Well, this is uh, that's why it's like open for interpretation, right? Because I have like several theories, and I think other people have thought it too. Is that I don't think he would have gotten the shining just right away. So I'm wondering if. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his face? His character, uh, the main guy, the one that with the chainsaw. Damn it, Jack Torrance, I think it was, right? I think that's chainsaw. You mean the axe? Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, (laughs) yeah, I I don't know why I was thinking of chainsaw. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, it's probably because I just saw like a meme where it was with and they did that part. But, but the whole the, part that's it, a lot of damage, dude. So, and so, then he sticks a chainsaw on the door. So, why did he say, Here's Johnny? Uh, I think it's because it correlates towards, I think, uh, what was it, the Johnny Carson thing? I think because I think whenever he came out, he would say, Here's Johnny. And that was like big at the time, I think, it was Johnny Carson. Oh, so it's but, just there was no, okay. I, I, I think that's what it is. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Right, because I thought the, like whenever Johnny Carson came out, they would be like, "Here's Johnny," and then well, they, they would come out. Well, yeah, they did that, but I don't get why he did it at the time. Anyways, it, uh, probably to be creepy or something, you know. Like, um, that's the I mean, thing. besides because he the did a lot of creepy just shit in overall this movie. Creepy, the looks that Jack Nicholson oh, just yeah. naturally has. Yeah, like him creepy. just staring out, and, and like it looks like he's zoned out. Like them filming him just zoned out, just staring at yeah. whatever he was staring at, just fucking creepy. Even like the conversation that they have going up the stairs, right? The way that he acts. But uh, what's it called? The main thing for me is I'm wondering if he had the Shining Two to a degree, like uh, because. It seemed like because well, the way that they were see, explaining he could it, see ghosts though. That's where well, that's what that's what I'm saying is wasn't that, the bartender a ghost? And all well, the people yeah, in there, like ghosts? all the people in there, I think were all ghosts. That's why I was saying there's like multiple different theories, right? That there's like a theory that he was already dead the whole time, and then he's just imagining it, type of thing, like making a family and going through all the motions or whatever. There's also one. Where once he died, which I think is more of a logical one, once he died in there, he was automatically linked to the uh, to the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think that that's like number one, like probably what it was, right? But like it seemed like the way that they were explaining it, it was like 1921, I think, was the time period when the murder happened. I think because they, or at least they said the speakeasy. I know it was like 40 years before they got there and then they were talking about the murder that happened so i was thinking more than anything is that they got there 
he had the shining, or at least the kid did, right? The kid did, and then it set off like that opened up Pandora's box, and then they were able to go do stuff. Which also, at the same time, I think that that's why it's a possibility that Jack had it, but he didn't know until like when he made it there, right? So like when he was seeing all the ghosts and stuff, he was already like he didn't realize that they were ghosts, right? right? Like he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just having a chat with people. But also at the same time, it's like him going crazy, especially that initial last thing that happened where he's like sitting there talking to him about like uh, he's talking to the dude that killed him in the first place. Yeah, the like, ginger was, guy or whatever. Yeah. Like when he was talking to him and he's like, yeah, don't you need to discipline him? And it shows like he was already kind of a douche in the first place. Them talking about like him uh, hurting the kid at one point. Even if it was accidental or whatever, but like it showed like he was kind of a douche anyway. <laughs> so it's just like him being there was just like the uh, the match on the fire type of thing. Like it just like it, it just made everything worse. So it just like it was kind of like the last straw that happened. And then it just like happened like that. And because he probably wouldn't have done like most of the stuff that happened in the movie. Like, if he wouldn't wouldn't have been there, but it was like he could have, like, still hurt the boy at one point being off by themselves. You know, like, if they weren't there. Well, yeah, because he didn't, well, you think about it, he didn't only see the ghost um, or in the bar. He saw the woman in that room. And Oh, yeah. And I think that's and what set it off was room 237. So, yeah, and they don't really explain. I'm assuming that that was the room that it happened in. But, but I mean, multiple things that they happened stayed in that room because, like, it looked like that chick drowned in that room because the she looked decomposed like she had drowned in that room and was there oh, a yeah. while. Um. Uh, so if it wasn't only that, then it could have been multiple things in that room. But that was where he first saw, like, I guess you would say a ghost. And yeah. and, and he was linked to the kid, too, because the kid was seeing all of it at pretty much the same time. Because that was the time where he was slobbering and stuff, wasn't it? When, when he, Around there, yeah. When he saw the girl for the first, or when um, Jack saw that woman. Jack saw the woman in her original, like, younger form, I guess, first, right? Yeah, like, that's how he was like, dude, this chick is hot. And, of course, like, the, like, of course, the mandatory, like, booby shot, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, she did, like, full frontal, but still, that's, but, like, uh, but, like, it was funny how he had, like, made out with her, like, no problem. He was just like, oh, okay, all right. And so it shows, like, he probably would have done the same thing if, like, he would have been out and about, like, drinking with somebody. Yeah. He would have been like, you know what, fuck it, okay. Well, he wasn't asked, though, and he just proved it through well, the Well, that's movie. what I'm saying. It, it, everything that was there just exacerbated it, right? Like, he kind of already treated her like shit. Like he was writing a book or whatever, and then and so he already kind of te- uh, treated her like shit anyway. Like he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop drinking." Like five ma- months is a long time to be done with drinking, 
right? Well, they never really said, and that's the other thing too. They never really said that. I don't know that that. I I still am kind of confused at the whole ending with him being in the picture from 1921. Well, I'm assuming that once he died, that he went into the painting, right? Or the picture, I mean. That's a, and that's what I was thinking of it. Like it took a hold of him. That's why I'm wondering if um, because there's like a bunch of different reasons. Like they and they say like he escaped and then he came back and they uh, did stuff anyway. Like he kept on doing it. Like he would go out, find a family, bring him back, and then kill him. You know, like it was, like it was the original dude. Like it was just him going at coming back and killing them but they don't really specify that it's happened more than once right they only said it was that one time well it could just so be when... that they're uh, genetically linked that's the other thing yeah. i was thinking was that they're related like um and they just look alike and yeah. that's why they all have the the shining or whatever it is because they're inexplic- inexplicably linked by genetics and so it looks like in Doctor Sleep they explain more of like the shining and stuff. Maybe that like, would be good to watch. Like when we aren't gonna watch Annabelle, I think at number twenty seven, maybe that'll be good to because yeah. I still for the life of me I'm confused by this one. Um still Well, I are. mean it's a little bit better than a couple of the other ones that we've watched already. Oh no, but, I didn't say like, it was a bad movie. I'm just no, totally, yeah. and again, it's probably one I have to watch again, you know, just to. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is this movie is meant to be watched like several times for you to pick up on clues and stuff like that. Like, I think I've seen this like three or four times, maybe more than that. I think we were talking about it when we were watching it, uh, that I was like, uh, I think I've watched it more than a few times. I still love Stanley Kubrick's movies just because like, the atmosphere that he does for the movies mm-hmm. itself really yeah but uh like i don't know like uh, to me like that's the main thing about a lot of his movies are that they're meant to like have you understand it uh, understand it in the well, way i read that things that think that um it had to do with um nazi germany and shit Oh yeah, there's all there's all types of stuff that they talk about that it was tied into, which I don't know, but anyhow, yeah, that's the main thing. Is like, uh, like you wouldn't understand unless you actually probably talk to Stephen King to fully. I'm like, I mean, one thing I did read the book is the book. Or what I did read is the Stephen King, the book. If you read the book, it's more focused around Danny, and not. Oh, and yeah. Jack's Instead like a, that, Jack, yeah. the the movie tended to focus around Jack. And that the reason I said The Shining was, it's like psychic stuff, right? Um, yeah. So it's like holy crap! What? So I'm just looking at this. Supposedly, uh, Shelley Duvall says that the Here's Johnny scene took three days to film and the use of 60 doors. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
It makes sense. I mean, they probably just went after it until like he just got that one scene out of it because it looks like directors do that. And from what I've heard with Kubrick, it seemed like he was rather brutal when it came to that. That and I think it was Orson Welles, I think, was another one. But I don't know for sure that um, because, of course, I'm not an actor and I'm not like, hey, guys, how's it going? But it's just like, Oh, the other thing, I don't know if it was Nazi, it was Native American stuff. Because, like, the uh, it w- the hotel was built on a Native American burial ground. Yeah. And then um, when he killed, um, was it, what the, what the hell's the guy's name? Uh, Halloran? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. He was killed on this big rug that had like Indian stuff on it. Um, oh, yeah. The, like They talk about the rugs in this movie and then even like certain shots that he pulls off is like foreshadowing for later on in the film or like interacting for like what happens later on. Like him looking in the mirror and like showing his tongue or looking at his mm-hmm. tongue. Like they were talking about like it was like showing like it was impacting him then and all sorts of stuff. I've heard like all sorts of stuff about like what they could have been doing for this thing. Like like the different types of ways that they would end up doing stuff or like interpreting stuff is like beyond like anything. But I think that's how like most of these movies are. It's like it's like Star Wars movies to a degree where everybody wants to do fan theories about like ways of doing things and stuff like that like how certain things are a little bit different and like how some people's imagination works better than what actually is on film (laughs) but I mean uh, I'm like I'm trying to look at trivia actually like right now or at least certain things that happen in the movie that's crazy that the dude that played Halloran is named Scatman Crothers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Scatman? I guess, like, he's... Uh, uh, I wonder Nicholson if he was, does, like, the, be- was the right person to play him. Oh, um, yeah. I don't think that they could have gotten anybody else. Well, they done considered Robert De Niro, Robin Williams, and Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... But Stephen uh, King did not like those three options. Yeah, that's crazy with Robin Williams, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he can do, like, crazy roles, but, I mean, same with, like, Jim Carrey and stuff, but that's just weird. When it's Slim Pickens to part, play the part of O'Halloran, I don't know who Slim Pickens is. Uh, wanted nothing to do with Kubrick. Oh, well, that's crazy. Oh, it's because he, he was on another movie, and it's like, forget this, I don't want to work with him. <laughs> Which is probably understandable because how some people go crazy when it comes to this stuff. like Or like how, how they would do some of the things. But definitely, I definitely love this movie. I could probably definitely re-watch it again, too. I mean, it runs a little bit on the long side. Yeah, it's though. two and a half hours long. Yeah. You're right. And it this says is... that Here's Johnny is from Ed McMahon's introduction. And yeah, it was see, that's what I figured but it, it just does. I just, it's just weird that it was you, anyway. So it, that just shows like that it's dated, really. I mean, like, 
like when they do that, like if anybody watched it now, like that was in the 2020s, you know, they would be like, who the hell is Johnny? Mm-hmm. Like how you were saying it, they would have been like, who, what well, the fuck is because this? I would have anticipated it to tie to somebody like his name's not Johnny. So him saying, here's Johnny kind of threw me a little bit now that I watched yeah. the movie and know it, you know it now, because like I said, I probably saw it years ago. And I just don't remember it. So, and I've always, the funny thing is, I've always known about that scene being here's Johnny, but. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's like on the uh, most iconic lines or whatever they call it, where it's like the lines that they have out of movies, like whatever they, and like it's like that and the I am your father line and stuff like that. And especially when they talk about the ones where it's easily misconstrued, I think, where they think they say something else in in place of it or something, too. But, like, every time whenever I've seen anything, it's like the, what's it called, Frankly, Scarlet, I Don't Give a Damn, those kind of lines. Like, this was always one of them, was the Here's Johnny one. But, like, even then, the mom was kind of like, I don't know, Week in this movie, yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have been interesting though. I was looking at there was a post release edit done that they yeah. cut the end, and I guess there was a scene at the end that took place in a hospital, and it showed, oh, like after, yeah, and it showed Wendy in a bed talking with Mister Allman, who explained who explains that Jack's body could not be found, and then he, oh, and then yeah, I think I did hear something about, and that. then he yeah. gave Danny a yellow tennis ball, which was presumed to be the one that Jack was throwing around the hotel. Yeah. And so they cut that because uh, it would have left too many <laughs> unanswered yeah. questions. Like, yeah. did uh, Jack freeze to death like they showed? Or, um, you know, was it absorbed like you were talking about into the past and that's why his and the he was in that final photograph part. That's what I'm assuming. That's the main thing that makes sense to me is like that. He, knowing that he died, they just were like, "Come on, hey, you're here." That entire yeah. pursuit, especially knowing that at that one part where like he goes into the uh, uh, into the bar again, and all the people are there. And then some of the lines that he even said was kind of douchey with the bartender. And then at one point, they're like, your money ain't uh, good here or some shit. And then, and which shows like he was also talking to a ghost, too. Not like he was actually drinking booze, too. But uh, it just shows like most of the stuff that was happening. Like a lot of it was like a lot of his jokes and shit were kind of douchey throughout the whole thing so you're like okay yeah he's gonna turn into the villain like no matter what it is they're all especially they were uh, foreshadowing a bunch in this uh in this movie like even just talking about it during the interview and then at one point he was like it felt like it was home and stuff like that and then eventually he was there in the home like it is like his place now so, uh, once again, that's the one thing for me, too, is the Holloran dude. 
Like, if he knew that he was, like, they never really said it with The Shining. It seems like The Shining was, he knew that he was in danger, so he went there, right? He was worried about him, that type of thing. So he went there, but I don't think that he could see, like, events and be like, oh, shit, like, this is going to happen. Yeah. But it's just so funny how he goes up there. And he's, like, keeping them there. And then he just rolls up. And then they're like, oh, now we get to get out of here now. (laughs) It just so happens to work like that. Well, but that's why I say, like, it's all good anyway. So maybe she can give her opinion since she's actually here. What are we talking about? We're talking about the shining, (laughs) you woman. Get close to the mic. Well... Well, I mean, I was kind of following it until the very end with Jack Nicholson being in that picture from 1921. That kind of confused me. But like Josh said, I guess Stanley Kubrick left it open kind of for interpretation, which doesn't surprise me because a lot of his movies are kind of like that. So, um, yeah, we were also talking about like how like once he died that it just instantly went in there and it kind of like foreshadowed when he was like oh did it feel like you were getting comfortable and he was like even during the interview process I felt like I was home it was kind of like that where it was showing that uh, he was just and like it, 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 he was supposed to be there the whole time true type of thing. yeah it would be interesting I think I'd have to watch it again to get more of an understanding so I think it's like that with Kubrick's movies mm-hmm. I agree um, because Clockwork Orange I think I remember the same way where you had to watch yeah it and Clockwork Orange is definitely a thing for you to rewatch, right. like over and over again and definitely if you think that the movie was hard to read like or like uh, it was confusing and shit don't read the book. Yeah. It's all in his slang, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, every everything's written in the dude's slang, so it's kind of hard, hard to pick up what he's meaning, like, whenever he's saying stuff. But eventually, you, like, understand it eventually. Like, you get uh, and figure out, like, what his nicknames for people are and stuff like that. You get used to that. But it's very, it's a very tough read, especially if you, like, uh, if you could read Game of Thrones, you could probably read uh, Clockwork Orange, but you'll have a fun time reading it. But I still enjoyed it. Though. Oh, at first I but was like, thinking I think... you were talking about The Shining, so you're talking about Clockwork Orange. The book. Oh no! Eventually, I'll have to read The Shining yeah. anyway. <laughs> That's like one of the books that I have to read yeah. anyway. But still, well, I think I want to read it just because I was kind of reading about how Stephen King portrayed it when it first came out and. He didn't. He didn't like the way that Stanley Kubrick did it. I know he's kind of flip flopped a little bit about that, but I know he said he really didn't like the interpretation or whatever. So I'm kind of curious. If the yeah. book's a lot different, well, or if the what, book explains more. Maybe yeah, or like I was saying earlier, the one thing about the book is it focuses more on the kid. Oh, the little kid. The movie, if you notice, focused more on Jack, and the kid was like, he was a big part of the movie. But I think in the book, according to what I've read, anyways. That it was the probably focus more like was you. Danny. Yeah. Um, so, but. Um, well, I just, it kind of like took me weird though, because I was thinking the whole movie, like, oh, it's, you know, like a haunted place or something. And, you know, the, the bad haunts or whatever are making him weird and 
be mean to his family and all that kind of stuff you know seeing all like the like those different people and stuff in the rooms and stuff and then kind of when it ended i was like wait what <laughs> yeah like i'm like i was telling jeremy that it seemed like or and all the viewers or listeners or whatever but like it seemed like he was just a douche from the start, and it just exacerbated it. True. I mean, <laughs> he was, was kind of a, yeah, everything. he was like a jerk to begin with. He <laughs> was, because, I mean, he was talking about drinking and all this stuff, and then eventually it just kept getting worse and worse. And I think that, and like, that's why I was telling him that it's possible that he had the Shining too, but it only reacted when he made it into that place, and that's why he was able to see the ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... That's what, that's the main thing is like you, you could impl- uh, have theories for days on like what it would be. Essentially, it's just him trying, like him going into crazy town and then trying to kill his family, and then the mom was like just able to survive. Same with the boy, but the boy was super smart mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about going into a maze hey i'm just gonna backtrack yeah, well, and, him, uh, yeah, with get rid of my yeah. well the funny thing was to me i mentioned it early on when wendy and danny went into the maze i'm like why the hell would you go in there when nobody's there like yeah, if you if Josh you get talking about no yeah but they foreshadowed that though but what i'm saying is is what happened at the end is exactly what i was talking about with wendy and danny at about midway through when they went into the maze and they got out of it mm-hmm. but that's why those bells are there is to get oh, people, people, for other people to, to so you know where they're at like because when they get lost but so though the exact reason he died or jack died was because he got lost and so it was like it, yeah. it foreshadowed and it was, was just super about. super cold well too. that too but i mean he couldn't get out of there right and like it's funny how fast it hit him too. Like because you heard him just screaming Danny and it seemed like at the very end he was just like ah! Well that's the thing. How <laughs> he long couldn't even he couldn't even say nobody's really, name. Because you're not gonna I mean, but in cold weather it doesn't take that long when you're only wearing a a shirt. Oh, it's yeah. not like he was he only was... wearing like a couple of shirts, yeah. But here's the million dollar question. So that movie was like forty something years ago, right? Something like that, yeah. Did Jack Nicholson ever have a full head of hair in his life? Probably not. I mean, like, probably... I think he maybe had more hair, like, when he was younger, like, in his 20s or something, but it probably was losing it fast. Well, I'm just wondering, because I'm like, he had to be, like, what, in his 40s, maybe? I don't well, yeah, because he's 83 now, yeah. so he would have been 42 like, then. He still, like, has, like, no full head. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, but if you see me yeah. now, if I grew up my hair about yeah. as long as his was, it probably oh, yeah. looked the same as his. Yeah, but you know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like, probably. It looks like the same head of hair that the man's had for like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and uh, but I also think that it kind of, like, even his hair kind of impacted, like, his look in this movie, too. Like, it made him look more creepy, True. especially in certain moments. True. Like... Like I by I'm by far probably my favorite part is the part where she sees the uh script, oh, yeah. like the stuff that he where wrote. It's all the same thing like, over and over again. The dull boy phrase over and over yeah. again, right? And she's just like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "I need to get out." And even then, he was like just walking up to her, and it, it's like he didn't even realize that that's what he was writing, right, or something. 
And then he's just like sitting there and he's like, what's going on? We need to have this conversation. And she's like, really? Like, she's like, you need to get away from me now. I don't want to hit you. (laughs) I don't want to hit you. But like, you need to get away from me now. And he just kept on getting closer and closer. And like, that's why I love that scene. Like, it's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's just like him just being like, it's like a regular like wife and uh like a husband and wife conversation but with violence attached to it like you're having an argument right (laughs) to a degree and then it's just like hey he's gonna try to kill me if i don't get away from him okay i mean (laughs) well with that that's a good segue josh and that now it's are we doing the creep on me? Yeah, you, you, uh, I'm gonna do it a little I bit was different. Gonna say it's gonna be different for this <laughs> episode and for any episode Aaron is not on because Aaron. Oh, you can't do the crypt voice. I can't do the crypt. Yeah, you can't do the. I could do the. Hey, oh, time for the creepo meter. That's the, pretty much. That's pretty much all I could do, really. Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I can't even touch that, but. Anyways, what is your <laughs> what is your creepo meter rating for this? One? I don't know. And to, and to me, probably uh, it was probably the creepiest movie that we've covered on here. Like, and just because the ja- uh, Jack Nicholson alone, so I'd probably maybe say like a five or a six, probably. I mean, just because it was creepier than most of the other movies, but I mean. And like the creepy moments with him, at least. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting until we get up into those ones that you haven't seen yet. Because, well, I'll yeah. give this one probably like a four, maybe a four or five, just because it. I mean, it is creepy thinking about you know his his character and how he was and stuff. I mean, it didn't make me jump or anything like that. No, but, yeah, it's. But the thought of you know some guy, because you know in the movie you're just like, is he you know is he being possessed? Is he mental? Like you don't really know what the hell. But he's, you know, trying to hurt people and stuff. Yeah, and I would have to give it a five as well. And my main reason, the kid was creepy as shit. I said that at the beginning. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that kid did a the really good kid, job. The yeah. kid, every time he was on screen, mm-hmm. freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Because it was not only, even, you know, I don't know how old he was in the movie. I don't know if they ever told like us. But he talked like an adult. Yeah, like a little person. like a little. And, and oh, it was yeah. like what the shit and then he well, did that back to what josh said he was super smart kid. yeah but i mean it, it, yeah but i mean it was still just well no i think he did a really good job for being yeah. a young kid though because even those times when he was just like staring and, and stuff like forever, the whole like... red rum when he would yes, say that was that freaky was oh yeah rum, 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 rum. yeah that was <laughs> and, when, and when he would go from just normal red rum red rum red rum and then he would start yeah it would get high pitched and shit it was like yeah, so I would have to give it a five easily. And with that, it's the music. Uh, again, I think that's a big key oh, to yeah. creepiness in movie, movies mm-hmm. is what I'm noticing is the tone. That high-pitched the, squeak, though, yeah. like, bothered my ear. Yeah, like, it got on my nerves mm-hmm. at certain points. But, I mean, still, it, like, it made you feel tense. Yeah. In and the moments where it's meant to make you feel tense or cringy. Yes. Yeah. Right, you're just like, eh, yeah. I don't know if I want. No, mm-hmm. I don't like this. Yeah. No, and I can see where your heart may increase in those moments because of the anticipation. 
of what may happen if you've never seen the movie before. Right. Yeah, and I'm wondering if like the people that they tested. I bet these, you they had never if it seen was the their movie. First time watching. I, it the had movies. to have been because that's what I was saying before with any of these. If you see it a second time, you know what the hell is going to happen. So it's like. Well, even me, like most I, I movies... didn't remember it very well, but there were certain scenes where I was like, "Oh, okay, I remember what's going to happen." You know, like, "Oh, you saw the hallway," and then you're like, "Oh, the the girls are showing up." Yeah. You know, or what? Oh, but yeah. that's what I would. I. It doesn't really specify like the requirements or whatever. You yeah, know? Nice know, it just says the heart rate meters and all that crap. But anyways. Yeah, based on me. But yeah, yeah. so on average, love- wish Aaron was here. Yeah. He might have had a different rating but um hopefully he can join us in future podcasts he's busy prepping yeah, for just a stressful time yeah he's him. busy yeah. prepping for a bodybuilding show and hey not to go in left field but did you guys see that the uh, amityville guy died what the main dude from amityville the guy that actually killed his family oh well, okay. Like the other day. <laughs> no, I. Well, I mean, good I was gonna news. Say, no loss, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to see that the other day. Interesting segue. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> was it DeFeo or whatever? Get ready for the true crime yeah. podcast. No. Yeah, the, yeah, the true crime podcast with Don't Fuck with Cats. And uh, we got our wrestling yeah. podcast coming up too, where we're going to talk about Fast Lane. Yep. So but, oh, such a good pay per view. Oh, this shit. one actually might be pretty decent. Out. Actually, I, I mean, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Edge is going to be, or Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. What'll be so, interesting? You know, I know we're talking about wrestling, but no, Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton too. It'll be interesting. What I don't think it's going to be that long. Oh, I don't think it'll be very long, but it'll be interesting what comes out of it. Anyways, well, what's the next yeah. horror movie though that we're watching? On the, the next movie? horror movie number thirty-two is The Omen. Ooh, that one's creepy. Yep. So, and that's one of the ones that I own too. I think I have the original one over movie. here somewhere. Yeah. That's so, it is very that's creepy. But I mean, having the kid of Satan, you know, kind of, <laughs> yeah. right? you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, yeah. If I had the kid, and then he was like yeah. trying to kill people, like, like when he's five years old, I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, people, I'm out. Like, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so at 32, it's The Omen. At 31, it's Wolf Creek. Never seen that. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, oh, uh, 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 I, I hope that we're going to watch the Australian yeah. version. I heard that was way at better. 30 is Dark Skies. I that. Which I don't know about that one. Uh, Carrie Russell's in it. But uh, 29 is The Orphanage. Never heard that either. 28 is Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. Which that's going to be all 27 is Annabelle, which we'll probably which watch one? Doctor Sleep in place of that one, the sequel to The oh, Shining. Okay. And then 26 is Poltergeist, which that's well, that one, there's a lot of history behind. So, and then 20, I'll round out the top 20. 25 is The Thing, 24 is Alien. Yay, I can't wait for the 23 is Blair Witch. Which I'm, I'm too, oh, 22 oh. is The Witch, yeah. and 21 is The Grudge. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I've seen The Grudge. The way Grudge, too many the times, original yeah. one, had Sarah Michelle Geller in it, I think. Watching, uh, yeah. watching like the, because that's a, a Japanese movie, right? Or something? 
the yeah, but we're gonna watch, we gonna the, watch the American, American one. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Do they end up saying if it's? It a, didn't a, say which one. But... I don't. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. But still, yeah. I was just thinking about doing the opposite, like the big one. It's kind of like doing the Juon, or I think that's what they call the original Ring yeah. movie. It's like just to shake it up and have it be a little. The bit Ring different. is number like, eleven. The differences between them both. So, but yeah. yeah, so it'll be interesting when we get into the top twenty because the a lot of the ones that people know are in those. I mean. But especially in the top ten. Top ten kind of surprises me though. So Yeah. Yep. That's why I like uh, I well, definitely think that we should read some of like, the top ten. Like, other stuff. Well that we know we're not gonna watch Conjuring or Conjuring Two again. So we'll have to replace those. And those are both in the top ten. So we can give our opinion on whether or not we think it's top seven or, or you know top ten material when we talk about it, but we'll talk. Oh yeah, I think at least we should talk about our top tens probably at the after the f- number one one. Yeah, we should do like our favorite ones, yeah. like out of the thirty-five. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that that'll be good. Now, so from that perspective, I think. Uh, that's it for this podcast. Um, everybody that's listening, we appreciate it. Um, listen to all our other podcasts on the network. We've got all of them out on our website currently. Um, and But you can subscribe to any of our podcasts on pretty much all of the podcast networks. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on what the hell are the other ones? Pretty much Pretty everywhere. Much all of them. Yeah, You'll be able to find everywhere. it. But I know everybody, most people know Apple and Spotify. So we're out on there. Check out our website for our YouTube videos and all that good stuff. And the website, the heart of, the heart of geek.com. <laughs> um, but for all of us uh, here, I'm Jeremy. Then there's Josh. And Elaine's on the podcast. She made it before the end. So um, uh, we'll see you next time in two weeks when we talk about The Omen. Yep. Peace Peace out, out, people.